Hey there, this is Therese Skelly, and I am so excited that you are going to be listening to an episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. Do you like those two words? Fiercely Brilliant. My hypothesis is that you are here for a reason. We all are. Our souls have led us on journeys that have very often taken some twists and turns, and sometimes it's not pretty. Sometimes there's struggle, and there's loss, and there's challenge, and in the middle of that, there's always a way out, and it's those times that often lead us into our great life and work. So you're going to hear stories in these episodes of myself and other beautiful people that share the journey. They share how they got to the place where they're standing, working in their brilliance, and being the powerful leaders that they are. So stay tuned and enjoy this episode. This is Therese, and I'm recording a a solo episode of the Fiercely Brilliant podcast today. And this show is about living your life in the most brilliant version, the most expanded expression of you that you can do. Living your business in a way that you feel magnificent to show up and not like, "Eh, it's making some money, right? I want you to live fiercely, brilliantly, magnificently out in the world. So today I'm going to talk to you, I'm going to share a story, something that I did recently, and there's so much, um, there's a lot in it for you as well. So I'm going to share the story, and the concept of this is, are you pushing your limits? Okay, so let me ask you, are, are you living today where you're just kind of like pushing yourself, or are you in your comfort zone? Are you, are you living that like scary, exhilarating? Like, are, are there times when you find your edges and you're pushing past them? Well, I don't know about you, but I, these days I'm not jumping out of airplanes. I don't do adventure sports. Things with a boyfriend are very stable. Um, kids are good. Dogs are well-trained. So truthfully, I'm kind of comfortable in my life, right? And that's cool. It took a lot of work to get comfortable because I had, you know, I had a lot of trauma. I had a lot of things I had to overcome. And so to be in the space of like, ah, oh, life is comfortable. That's, that was pretty, pretty, um, that was an, that was the thing that I strive for. But I don't want to strive for comfort today. I, I, I want to rust out, you know, I want to get to the end of my life and just go, shit, I lived big. Oh, I did it. I did it. I did it. Right. So, oh, okay. So let me tell you the story. This is, this is just crazy. I have a chapter in a book called the younger self letters. And it's, a, it's where you basically write a letter to the younger version of you. And it's, um, it's really a beautiful, inspirational, magical book. But the problem is I don't have a lot of early memories because of childhood trauma. So I engaged the help of my friend, Terry Solomon, who is, she's got a company called Creative Rights, and she helps people tell their stories through performance, through, through writing, um, monologues, all kinds of things. So I was working with Terry in the chapter book and she's getting to know me and she's hearing how I am and how I show up. And she just stops and she says, You have to tell your story. I'm inviting you to my gorgeous stories uh, class. I want you to do a performance. And out of my mouth, I'm like, yes, before I could stop myself and just go, when do you have time? What story? Ah, right. So here's what I know. When you hear a big yes like that, 
you don't say no to it. You don't go, well, do I have the time? Will that work with, I'm, I'm traveling a little bit and what, you know, you just, when it's a full body yes, you say yes, because that's where expansion happens. That's where the, the edges come. Okay, so I had, thankfully I had, I had a while back, I had written some stories. I'm like, oh, I'll tell this story. So I pulled a story and the story was about when I was divorced, newly divorced, I met a man, I met a man from match.com. I met a man and it was transformative. This relationship was very short lived, six months. It was an agreed upon, we're not going to have a future, but we're going to hang out for, you know, we didn't agree. We, you didn't need to hold it there. <laughs> if you want to hear the story, let me know and I'll send you the video. But um, so it was this relationship and I got so much healing in this relationship. So much was healed. Well, some of it was, I had been the sexual abuse survivor. And so in this relationship, there was a lot of healing in that area. There was a tremendous amount of, wow, I can receive more than I've ever been given before. Like this relationship was really like such a pivotal thing. So I decided to tell the story. I go to the first performance class. Now everybody else is reading their stories because they've written their stories and they're all reading the stories. Well, not me. I'm like, I'm going to perform the story. What the hell? So I show up, I perform the story in their little class and they give me feedback and things to look at. And so I'm like, okay. And Terry asks the question, why is it important? Why is your story important? And I just want to pause that because if we don't understand what our why is, if we don't understand the, the purposefulness of these actions, the next steps, it's really easy to give up on it, right? And so what I said, this story matters because I need, I need people to know that they can, they can have a magical sex life. They get to receive all that life has and life can be good and they can overcome anything that, can, that has happened to them and they just get to receive and have like yummy stuff, right? People need to know that. And then five days later, I wake up, I'm at my boyfriend's house and I just say, oh God, I can't tell that story. I use, I talk about, it wasn't gratuitous. I'm not talking about sexual things, but it was relationship to, you know, into the sexual relationship with this man. And, and I woke up and I'm like, I, I can't do it. I can't, I, I can't tell this story. Shit, I've got a performance in a week, right? And, and then I remembered my why. And therein is the first teaching point. If it's about just ourselves, we will talk ourselves out of it. Because remember, your brain wants you safe, small, and stuck. My brain does not want me telling the story, meaning the part of the old trees that was the old version of me that just accepted scraps and crumbs and was shame-based. No, 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 you don't need more. You're good. It's good enough. Go help somebody else, right? The new expanded version of me knows that I'm here to help a lot of the people, knows that my story is going to influence and inspire and make a difference. So scared trees has to just shut up and do it. <laughs> so, so when I'm like, ah, I can't tell the story. This is scary. So here's the thing. Maybe you're not telling a story. Maybe you're going to uh, create a podcast of your own. Maybe you're going to try to do something new. Maybe you're going to say no to something. Maybe you're going to end a relationship. Whatever it is for you that's the edges it's like, ah, this is uncomfortable. You have to have a why. When you have a why, then everything orients around that. My why was because the women that are listening, the men that are listening need to hear my 
my hope and recovery message that I'm delivering in this story. It's bigger than me. That was my why. Okay, so Sunday is the day of the performance. So it's a Zoom performance. There's a bunch of people online and the, the storytellers went in order. I was the second one. And I have to tell you, I was so nervous. Oh my gosh. I was, I'm like beforehand, I'm doing EFT. I'm tapping. I'm like grabbing my essential oils, puffing the oils. I'm going bathroom. I'm peeing. I get, I just pee when I get nervous. I'm so, oh God, oh God. And then Terry's like, okay, okay next up three skellies. And I step up and here's the second piece of the story. I made a decision that I would like leave it all there. I would not hold back. I would not worry what people thought if I said a swear word. I would not freak out if, if the little voice in my head said, oh my God, you just said the word oral sex. Oh God, they know you've had oral sex, right? I, I, like, I, I just decided I am going to be full in. I'm going to give the performance of a lifetime. I'm going to, I'm not going to hold back. Now, I don't know another place in my life where I have that, had had that level of, right? I'm super comfortable in, in this venue. I'm super comfortable teaching and telling stories. And But this story in a performance, there's something really different about that, right? And and what was different is my level of, whoa, I am going all in. I mean, I'm all in my business. I've weathered bankruptcy and all the things and I've never quit. But it was such a fascinating, like, there was a decision of like, you're going to give every single thing, like every drop of you, you were going to, you're going to tell the story with so much passion and so much like, boom. Now think about in your life, do you do that? Do you have that? Is there any place that you have the experience of going all in? I don't, right? I'm not in anything competitive. Well, training the dog and he's doing so well, like he's kind of the star of the show most of the time, right? So, and that's about him. Like he gets a free will on that. So, so there's not, there, I'm not competing with anything. I'm not showing up, expanding myself. I'm not, you know, Pilates. I'm working on being the most flexible 63-year-old in the room. And again, I usually achieve that. <laughs> so, so there's not a lot of like, oh, hell, Teresa's on the edge here, right? And it was magnificent. Like after the performance, I'm like, oh, oh. and immediately the comments started coming in. People were DMing me, private messaging me saying, oh my God, your victory is my victory. I had the same story, but I didn't, I haven't, I haven't gone as far as you. I didn't get the message of how to receive. I'm not quite where you are. Thank you for showing me what's possible. I, I had people just going, you slayed it. One of my dear friends who's very critical, like this chick is critical. She will analyze and slice apart, you know, the words and all the things. She's like, I was afraid to watch your video because you know how I am. And oh my God, you got to do the mock talks. We need to get you on TED stages. Like people thought I was a professional performer. And I went in with no expectations. I didn't go in for to get something. I gave in what I went in as I said, this story is for me and from me. 
this story is helping heal me, which it did because it was very hard to tell. It was very emotional and I got a lot of healing out of it. And it's from me. It's a healing story. I went in simply to be of service. And I got so freaking expanded. I, I, oh, I was on a high for days. I'm kind of addicted to this living on the edge thing right now. I'm like, oh, hell, what's next? That's how we live fiercely brilliant lives. So maybe this is a call to wake you up. Maybe this is a call to say, hey, find an edge. Find something to lean into. Find some way. And it's not like, oh, God, I'm not enough. I have to. No, it's not at all that. It's like, oh, where could I grow? Where, where could I do something that would be wildly? It's like that razor's edge, right? That like, oh, God, I'm going to be my pants. And this is magnificent, right? How often do you have those experiences? For me, it wasn't often. And I want more of those experiences. So that's 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 this message. Push your edges. But it's not like, oh, I'll push my edges and learn how to do accounting. Oh, I'd rather like slice my wrists. <laughs> that would not be, you know, there's a like, oh, crap, I have to do something hard and I'm going to learn it and it's going to suck. And then there's the oh, I've always wanted to do that and I've been afraid or I've, I would love to master that or I would love to have that. It's got to be an alignment. It don't just do shit to just push your edges to learn new things. Do it from alignment. Do it from what, what would feel magnificent to do, right? I've always wanted to like take a comedy class or do improv or whatever. And apparently now I'm a storyteller. So that's it. That's the message. Find the places where the edges are. Now, I'm listening to a lot of uh, podcasts on longevity and listen to science, you know, the guys that study um, the brain, the body, all the things connected. And I, and I heard recently Dr., Dr. David Singer talk about the cells, you know, the things that make energy in our body. There's two functions. One is the abundance and the other one is from, um, from stress. Okay, let me explain. So the abundance piece is, imagine you are fat and happy, meaning you're well-fed, you have all things, you're eating steak every day, or you're eating really well. Your body basically says, we don't need to make a lot of energy because there's an abundance of, there's an abundance of food and she's, they're eating steak and they're happy and they're comfortable and they're sleeping and their temperature's regulated. Actually, the paradox is the more comfortable you are, the more you, the more actually that ages you. The converse of that is, if there is, this is why things like intermittent fasting, um, cold plunges, intense exercises, those things create stress. You know, when you lift weights, you literally shred the muscle fibers. So it's a stress and the body's like, ah, send energy, we gotta repair. When you're limiting your eating window, you know, a short, you know, like an eight hour window of eating, you're, the, the cells are like, oh crap, there's no food. Gotta send energy, we gotta make more energy. So if it's the same way in our cells as it is in our world, a little stress on you grows you. A little stress on you creates more life, just like the cells, right? And so, it's interesting. I was listening to these podcasts the same time I was doing my, my performance. And I was like, oh, okay, Oof. where can I find good stress? Where can I find the stress that, as I say, pushes the edges? 
<laughs> and so that is what I'm inviting you to look at. And here's what I want to hear from you. I want you to write me back or message me and let me know where, what are you doing to push your, maybe you're jumping out of airplanes or scuba diving or going on crazy hikes, or I want to hear what you're doing. Cause this is like, here's to more life for all of us. Right. All right. Thank you for listening. And remember to send me your stories. Peace and blessings. Bye now. Hey, this is Teresa, and I'm so excited that you were with us today for another episode of the Fiercely Brilliant Podcast. You know, if you are inspired to get to that brilliant place, if you heard some wisdom today that made you think, yeah, I need some help in that area, I would encourage you to have a conversation with me. Super simple. You just go to treeskelly.com forward slash let's connect. It's a no charge, no pressure conversation. And if I can support you to clear the blocks, to really step into that brilliance, oh my gosh, it would be a delight. And I'll be honest with you. We'll just have a great conversation and see where we can take it. Peace and blessings. Bye.